0: Hello and welcome to episode 14 of our friends, the anthology. Wow. David's very impressed. That's cool. They we're at 14 episodes. This is our second Batman the Animated Series episode. And this week's episode was... The Cape and Cowl Conspiracy. Good episode, right? It was good, yeah. All right. I'll say the thing that maybe surprised me most about this episode was that they expected kids to know what bonds were what what oh like bear what, bombs, yeah, bear yeah. bombs. <laughs> they have a very you know they expect their kids to know their their shit i but like that's kind of the cool thing this show doesn't talk down and so maybe things go over your head but you still get the story yeah when you're a kid yeah. and i i really commend it for that no i do i do like that it, it does kind of have this maturity to it you know yeah, yeah. Um, i love the idea of a secret villain uh sort of headquarters or meeting place at a mini golf course. I think yeah. that's like diabolical. Not exactly a oh. secret villain headquarter, but no, yeah. just like a trap. Like yeah, he lays But well, that's what I love about this is that this episode kind of lets you see a lot of Batman set piece stuff oh, it, yeah. at once. And it has a lot of those very serial elements to it in this one. You know, because the whole gimmick is that this guy is the master of setting up death traps to extort information or some kind of something from his victims. A quick synopsis is that this guy, Wormwood, Isaiah Wormwood, I think is his name, is this death trap uh, engineer that gets hired to. Yeah, it, there's a chemical engineer, electrical engineer, and then death, death trap, trap engineer. engineer. He graduated from Viterbi School <laughs> of Death Trap Engineering. And uh, he's hired to by this guy, uh, this crooked uh, baron from some other country. To uh, he wants a revenge against Batman for embarrassing him, so he hires Wormwood to get Batman's cape and cowl. And uh, there's a few surprises. Also, very impressive. They expect kids to know what a cowl is, but mm, they're just yeah. like building their vocabulary. Yeah, I th- I thought it was hilarious how so. Uh, this villain would leave all of these clues for Batman in sort of newsprint on paper. And it would be this really vague description. And then Batman would keep embarrassing Jim yeah, Gordon. Yeah. yeah. And it would always be just like, well, of course it's the wax museum, Jim. Like, And it's really weird, especially for, uh, well, that second viewer? joke plays because okay. so you should definitely watch this episode. I love this show. Don't listen to our episodes. If you're not watching the show, oh, yeah. it's futile. Yeah. Uh, did Jack, I really did I really to you, lay into <laughs> Did I really lay into the word futile? Yeah, no, that was good. How do you say that word normally? Uh I think it's actually futile. Futile? For the most part. I mean futile, futile is an like, acceptable alternate. I, but I probably heard it from like Star evil Trek Resistance British. is futile. Yeah. Yeah. So I can only say it that way. It sounds way better when you say futile. See, I'm learning things. Yeah. It's like, but we're like Batman the Animated Series here. So it's futile to listen to this without seeing the episodes. It's really a waste because my aim is to prove that these are great. So you should be on the same journey Ron is if you haven't seen these And episodes. they're streaming on Amazon Prime. Yeah. So you don't free. Really have yeah. an excuse. Please don't email us with your excuses because you don't have them. Actually, email us Email us, us, us please. Yeah. <laughs> need like emails? emails? Yeah. Um... I rescinded everything I said, (laughs) but basically the twist is that Batman is just pretend he's dressed up. He's disguised himself as this Baron to, and hired Wormwood himself. And he has created this curiosity in Wormwood who keeps wondering what this supposedly the Baron wants the cape and cowl for. And he teases Wormwood, oh well, I'll tell you if you tell me where you put those bear bonds, because Batman has to solve this mystery and right. you know, stop this crime from occurring. Which he's lucky that it hasn't already occurred later. I guess either way he would like be able to continue down the spiral of like whoever got the bear bonds. But uh at the end he reveals that he's and it's a great execution. And we'll circle back to uh that in a second. But uh that joke plays because he was told in the meeting that it's the wax museum and then as batman with jim gordon so that that plays ah. when you replay it when you rewatch it knowing the twist so then he you know jim gordon goes he goes to the wax museum instantly and then gordon goes oh yeah of course he goes isn't it obvious the wax museum but, yeah. I just also, I like the idea of Gotham City just having all of these weird places and <laughs> yeah. they, you could leave hints it like, well, obviously it's at the strawberry jam canning factory, like jarring factory. <laughs> That's Gym. not an actual uh, set <laughs> But in the, this and the, the, the Gotham City has like these really kind of like fucked up and twisted versions of everything. It's like no one would want to go to this wax museum. It's creepy as fuck because it's like right. the Gotham City wax museum. Right. So I, I like that they are sort of like building out the... The fiction of this city is sort of a place where people live and spend tourism dollars when well it's like fun because it's very much molded after it's got that art deco kind of 50s era thing but it's also super molded after what did did you call that no well more like chicago probably but like uh what were those things called those uh big things where like in chicago they would have the world's fair Right? Mm, the World yeah. Fair? I thought I thought Gotham is based on New York because New York used to be called Gotham. Oh. Anyway. Sure. I don't know. Maybe it is. I mean it's an amalgamation of any big city, yeah, right? A mystery for the rest of our lives. Ron sets out to prove me wrong by Google searching for this. Yeah, Gotham City was originally New York in the Batman series. Oh. Over the nineteen sixties, real US Cities were also introduced into the DC universe, making Gotham City an entity of its own. In the Christopher Nolan films, the clear inspiration and setting for Gotham City is Chicago. Uh maybe that's where I got that from. Um, okay. So now that you've plagiarized a uh, Wikipedia entry on this show, uh <laughs> Okay. Did you credit your source by the way? Uh Wikipedia. Yeah. Mm. Um how do you know that was Wikipedia? <laughs> Actually it wasn't Wikipedia, it was Cora. Oh. Anyways. And who was it that wrote that answer? Actually his name's <laughs> Dirk Cooper, which is such a fucking awesome name. Isn't that from Boogie Nights or something? He's Why a, did I say Boogie Nights nice instead of just Boogie Nights? Boogie Nights. Nice. It's <laughs> like a mom telling their kid how to boogie. Oh, this show is futile. <laughs> but still, there's like no excusing the first time that he makes fun of Jim Gordon for not knowing. Duh, <laughs> Jim. Were you even paying attention? And then to there's this one after the credits. Riddle? Where they get an extra letter. And then he goes, you know what it means, right, Jim? And he's like, no. And he goes, it wasn't even a real letter, Jim. But you really need to <laughs> go back totally to school. You fell for that, Jim. <laughs> it wasn't a real letter. But you're really bad at riddles. We've got to work on this. You're the commissioner. We have to work on this before the Riddler shows up. Because he's so much better at riddles. Yeah, he's going to be tougher. That's the other thing. When I was a kid, I thought this was a Riddler episode. I'm stupid. Is basically what I'm saying. Hey, at least you, know what bear, you learned about Bear Bonds. From. Yeah, I did learn about Bear Bonds. Is the Riddler, is he still a villain in this? Or was Riddler like Riddler's editing? in this, yeah. And okay. they look similar. Like, I w- it wasn't totally ridiculous. I thought for, like, in the beginning, I was like, is this a Riddler thing or yeah. not? It was unclear to me. But this guy has Batman trapped and doesn't kill him. That confuses me a bit. Nah.
1: I get what, like what that. What would be
0: gained from killing him? Right. I, I can, I get it. But, because he kind of has this game he likes to play, yeah, it's his fetish. His fetish isn't killing his fetish is right writing riddles because he could just train guns on people, have them walk into a room, and then say, "Okay, I've got like my gun on you, right? So I'll shoot you if you don't do the thing." But he likes to play this more. like there's rules to it. I guess, and, and I like that he abides by his own rules, like even yeah. when he escapes, you know, he doesn't have like a plan B. It's pretty fair. He like lays out. You're stuck in this room. Get out. Although, I mean, it is cool how uh, I did like that twist where Batman's in the Wax Museum. He figured out a way to break open the window. And there's one more twist that it releases this poison nerve gas once he breaks the window. He does break a window. He breaks the light. Oh, yeah, it's sorry, like the, too, the room's yeah. getting too hot. Yeah. yeah. What an elaborate. Yeah. What an elaborate scheme. But then he breaks the glass into the two-way mirror. Right for the two-way mirror. Oh yeah, to try to catch Wormwood, and if you knew that Wormwood was sitting there, like that would have been a good option to do when the toxic ner- nerve gas got released. Yeah, and easier to break than the lamp. Yeah, and it wouldn't have released toxic, ner- toxic <laughs> nerve gas. Yeah. Right. Batman's a little slow sometimes. Mm, it's just I don't know. I'm I'm overlooking those things. Also, they like deliver on one fight even after the reveal of the twist, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Right. Good way to just like add an extra little oh to here, here's a moment I love from that fight. They're fighting with these barbells. Yeah. On in this room. And uh first of all, it's very impressive that this uh Batman villain can fight with the barbells. Yeah, because he looks like, pretty this twig of a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he uh he takes a swing at Batman with his barbell and Batman just kinda like ducks out of the way and uh the villain breaks through the window and you see the barbell come hurdling through the sky and embed itself in the ground and then there's this moment where you th- you think that the villains gonna follow suit and then it cuts to Batman holding the villain by his ankle yeah. and it's it's a really brilliant moment because it totally it, it totally plays on your expectations and and shows like the real stakes of what oh yeah right falling out of that window would be yeah and there was a part of me that even when the barbell embedded in the pavement I was thinking Oh, that's like it's like a not a metaphor, but like they couldn't show a body hitting the pavement. So right. they didn't show the weight hitting the pavement. So even after that, it was still sort of a surprise to see the, you know, body suspended the air. It was just a cool way to, yeah. to handle it. I love the reveal. And that's something that's like Buffy, it's the execution that really impresses you. So mm-hmm. The twist is cool. It's fun. It doesn't quite make sense because at times he stands up and he's way shorter than Batman is, (laughs) even though it's Batman dressed up as him. So how did he fake the height difference? But the, the reveal of the twist is so cool and menacing where he tosses him the cape and cowl and he says, okay, I told you where the bear bonds were. Now you have to tell me why. And I love the kind of the curiosity getting the best of him as a villain so it makes that character more interesting but he goes now you've got to tell me what did you want his cape and cowl for and then he goes you see the batman shadow come up and it's all in silhouette and it's so intimidating and he goes to wear it and then he and it's great and it's just ah oh, that's so fun i don't know did you love that part or not yeah i also liked one quite i have one question uh when he takes off his cape and cowl and he has that like D-Rack thing going on. Yeah. Why wasn't that just his default costume? I thought it was way cooler. Then the bat and cow? Okay. I'm joking. Alright. Yeah. But no, I did okay. I didn't think the reveal was cool. This is what I really like this episode. I actually own the comic book that it's based on. Mm, nerd. Yeah. I just think it's like a fun one. But yeah, I kind of get I kind of included it mainly because it delivers on a lot of the what this show was doing from like the action standpoint and the fun of it and the Batman matching wits with somebody kind of component. And it kind of gives you all of that stuff. Yeah. I liked it because I think it just delivers on, it feels like Batman. It feels like a comic book. It has, it has the fun. He gets to play detective a little bit more in this. Yeah. Still, you're not really seeing things from his perspective. Right. You're seeing it a little bit removed from the villains mostly. Yeah. Which is the best way to do Batman, I think. Because when Batman stands up, like, you're kind of afraid of Batman too. Like, and that's the point. It wouldn't, he strikes fear into these people. It would have been kind of like downright lame the entire time. Like, if you, ever, at the beginning of every scene with the. Batman is the Baron you just saw, like Batman changing to the costume and you're like, "Oh, hey, tell me where the," you know. <laughs> it has to have the twist to work, and it does it, it excuses really well. Right. I, um, I was on the uh, IMDb forum threads for Kevin Conroy. I don't really know why, but there was a thread all about like he should have dubbed he should have dubbed uh, Christian Bale's voice in Batman. His voice is better. I've never, I've never minded, but that's crazy. Christian Bale's voice. Yeah, I don't have the same problem like the way people make fun of it. I think it's just a fun thing to like poke fun at, but it also works. And it is like, not to get off topic, but Christian Bale's Batman voice it can be terrifying, especially in Batman Begins when he's on when people are on the scarecrow gas, and, mm. and uh, you know there's like tar seeping from his mouth, and it's like this extreme version of the Batman voice, and you kind of I think get what he's going for. Mm, yeah. Oh man. I want you to like this show and just keep doing episodes because there's so many good ones that I can't do. And you can only really appreciate because it's like Buffy at times with like the pathos Hmm. and sort of building a universe. And the more you get to know about, well, yeah, you don't know any, you don't know about these villains or the characters or, or Batman's whole thing. And then like, there are these things like, like we talked about, that moment in crystal in the dark Knight rises where Batman is about to fly the plane out to sea to drop the nuclear bomb and save the city. And before he gets in, uh, commissioner Gordon is like, people are going to want to know like who you were, like you're a hero. You've saved them, like you're going to save them. Don't you want people to know who you were? And he goes, being a hero is as simple as giving a kid a coat on a, like, what does he say on a bad night or something? Like, when he needs what's the line? I don't okay, I don't know. but you I know, the one movie, like, once. oh, really? Twice. Oh, I want to see the game. We should do an episode, yeah. Anyway, he has this line where he's like, Being a hero is as simple as giving a kid a coat to warm him up, and then it like flashes very quickly to young Bruce Wayne right after his parents died, and Commissioner Gordon wrapping him in his coat, oh, um, yeah, uh, in his like police jacket, and then Commissioner Gordon knows who he is. But Yes, that is a great moment. It's like so powerful. And like, I have... I don't want you to leave this in for a really stupid, narcissistic reason. But I have... You gave a kid a code. I gave a kid a code. You don't want people to take it the wrong way. Oh God, I gave a kid a code once. And I felt like a hero <laughs> yeah. but like those those types of things like or like or the Michael kane story about like he wants to see like that's just a character thing and it grounds Batman so much into this thing of just people trying to do a thing that means a lot to them or what they want to see for their loved ones or whatever you know what I mean but yeah like those are the things that really get me about Dar- that that are in Dark Knight Rises <laughs> that make Dark Knight rise is the most re- like one of the more rewarding watches to me and like pull my heartstrings a little more and then they do that a lot in this show and you're not you're going to get one episode where we get some of that or wait you're going to get a couple episodes the next two I think you might get a little bit of that but uh there's like just myriad ones and that are these are the more accessible ones. So, like, there are some that are so are rewarding on this level that is just so that requires like that commitment to mm. the character. Kind of. I'm looking forward to it. I have been thinking, looking at the way this it's sort of laid out on the Amazon Prime streaming, it's based on volume and the air dates are weird. So I'm like, I'm I'm nervous. I'm like, if I was gonna watch it, I don't even know where I would start because I don't think I could go in the order that they are. On Amazon. Oh. I we'll, have don't to, know. we'll have to investigate. Should I choose to watch more? <laughs> so. Fingers crossed. All right. So, anyway, that's uh, Batman. The Cape and Cow Conspiracy. The Cape and Cow Conspiracy. What's next week's episode? Uh, The Cape and Cow Conspiracy Part 2. Wait, really? Yeah. You thought that was the end of the conspiracy? Oh, it gets bigger. <laughs> no. It, the it next goes episode. Way farther than Batman. <laughs> Way more bearer bots, more wax museums, (laughs) more More canned jam factory, (laughs) whatever he called it earlier. What was it, a strawberry jam factory? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next week's episode is called Baby Doll. Good night. See you next time, and have an amazing week.